Are you an EMDR therapist and parent who wants to make more money, have more time with your family, and get better results with your clients? Welcome to the Future Template Parent Podcast. I'm your host, Carolyn Solo, LCSW, EMDR consultant, business coach, and mom of three kids under seven. Over the past couple of years, I realized that the grind of weekly sessions was taking a massive toll on my ability to be the kind of parent and therapist I wanted to be. So I dove headfirst into learning about intensives. I read all the books and articles and did all the trainings. Now I've transformed my schedule, my income, and my clinical outcomes by offering intensive EMDR in my practice. I want to teach you how to do this too, so you can build a practice you love and spend more quality time with your family. Tune in each week to learn how to manage what comes up for you when you're a parent who also does EMDR, how you can maximize your energy and reduce your overwhelm by offering EMDR intensives, and practical tools that will improve your clinical practice. Let's create the future template for your life as a parent and as a therapist. Welcome to episode 32 of the Future Template Parent Podcast. I'm Carolyn Solo, LCSW, EMDR therapist and mom of three daughters, and I am your host. Thank you for joining me. Today, I want to talk a little bit about how to make your EMDR intensive offering stand out from the crowd. First, we're going to talk about why it needs to stand out. Second, I'm going to talk a little bit about niching down in your practice, in your intensive practice, and why that matters in order to stand out. And third, I want to talk a little bit about some nice, simple, inexpensive touches that you can make, to you can include in your offering to make your intensive stand out. So why do you need to stand out? Well, something I've been noticing in the past few months is that the word on intensives is out in the EMDR therapy world and even beyond. Um, A year ago, I only knew of about three therapists in my area who were offering intensives. My local EMDR group was just starting to talk about it, and a lot of people were intrigued but weren't doing it. But now it seems like every other day I'm hearing about another practice that's offering intensives. Um, It used to be that there were EMDR therapists who hadn't even heard of intensives or had just heard a very little bit about them. This is really no longer the case. Um, Of course, everyone's model is a little different for what their intensive looks like, but the term EMDR intensive is everywhere. There are coaching programs popping up all over the place. There are people talking about offering intensives in a variety of modalities. Clients are even asking for it, um, which is great. That makes it a much easier sell for you. Like People want it. You don't have to necessarily convince people of it in the same way. Not that I think you're convincing someone to buy a product that's not valuable, but you know what I mean? Like in some ways, um, when, when people come to you saying, I've heard about intensive, some of your marketing work has been done for you. Um, you know, I feel like I spend a lot less time now on like consult calls explaining what an intensive is, like maybe a few sentences and People are like, okay, or they know that I offer intensives and that's why they came to me. So there's clients are more educated about this as well. So I really think all this talk about intensives is a good thing. Okay. You know, I think we always can get into that scarcity mindset whenever we're offering anything, whether it's just starting our private practice or branching out into a new service. But, you know, as all the practice building podcasts and gurus and coaches say, 
there's enough for everyone. Like, you know, you don't need 50 intensive clients. Like I have three intensives on the books for the next couple of months. And let me tell you, that feels like plenty to work around with everything else I have going on with some of my hourly clients that I still see, um, you know, everything else in my life. Like I don't, you don't need intensive clients knocking down your door. (laughs) So there are enough to go around. Um, But, you know, it's time for you to kind of get in on the ground-ish floor, sort of get ahead of the curve. Don't miss the opportunity to to start offering intensives, to become someone who in your area is seen as an authority in this um, in this particular offering. Um, get your name out there in your community as the go-to person for intensives, like with your networking, whenever you're talking to any referral sources, like your best therapist buddies who you talk to, make sure you're telling them about intensives and be pretty explicit about if you really feel like you can do this. And I think you can and should that you're not taking hourly clients anymore. In fact, you're only taking intensive clients. Um, Because again, I honestly think that staking out a claim kind of on intensives in that way says you're really serious about it and that you're serious about developing your craft in that way. Right. Um, Post on your local Facebook therapist groups if that's something that works for you. Um, You know, definitely update your web copy, as I talk about a lot. Make sure you have a page on your website that's just about intensives. Um, Talk to psychiatrists. Talk to doctors. Talk to your dentist. (laughs) My dentist has actually sent me a few intensive referrals. Um, You know, lots of dental anxiety, which can be really detrimental to people's health. Um, And if they can work through that relatively quickly, what a huge difference that makes. Um, talk about intensives a lot, bore people about that you, that talk to you a lot. They should be bored of hearing you talk about it. That means it's enough. And do not forget to tell your current clients about intensives. Okay. As I have said many times, your current clients are your hot leads. Okay. They already know you do good work. You could sell them on, Hey, what if we did a lot in a shorter time? Doesn't mean they have to stop being your current client. Although, If you want to switch just to intensives, you could say to them, um, you know, I'm switching my practice to only intensives. Would that be something you'd be interested in? I think we could work on this and this. Something I work with people on in my coaching uh, day is how are you going to talk to your clients specifically? Let's come up with a specific plan for you about how you're going to talk to current clients about intensives to create the practice that you want. So yes, current clients are great to talk about. And then remember, word gets out. If, if you do good work, people will talk about you doing good work and other people will hear about it, okay? And again, it doesn't take 50 new clients in three months. In fact, that would be a nightmare, really, for intensives. Um, two or three clients a month, that's great. That's a lot. Trust me, like, if I do three intensives in a month, like, I really can't do that many. Really, a two is my max because I, you know, other stuff going on. Three in two months still feels like a lot. Um, maybe someday when I really, really, really practice what I preach and only offer intensives, three won't seem like a lot, but I'm not there yet. Get there before I do. It's, it's better over there. I promise. (laughs) Um, so a way to make yourself and your offering stand out is by really perfecting your niche. Okay. EMDR intensives is not sufficient as a niche, right? As I was saying, lots and lots and lots of people are offering them now. So hopefully at some point in your private practice journey, you've niched down in terms of population, um, that you have, you know, 
a type of client, a client avatar, whatever. You guys have probably all heard these terms. I'm sure you've, you follow other practice building people on social media. You listen to other podcasts. Like this is the stuff that we talk about, right? Um, you know, my, I have a, I would say that I have two niche clients. I would say that I really work well with people in their early parenting journey. And that can be like, from like fertility and pregnancy loss stuff up through like early elementary school. I also really like working with parents of neurodivergent kids. And then the other pop and those two overlap a lot, obviously. Um, And the other population I work a lot with is survivors of sexual trauma and sexual assault. So that's my niche. And that's what I pitch all my um, copy on my website towards. And it actually needs updating to be frank, but that's part of my (laughs) plan for 2024 is well, First Q1 of 2024 is getting my website copy to be a little bit more aligned with my niche. But um, that's what you should be. It's, you know, in EMDR intensives, EMDR is not a niche. Trauma is not a niche. Like we all know that by now, right? Um, And, (laughs) you know, so pitch to your niche, right? Whoever that may be, like college students with academic anxiety, right? And talk about intensives for your niche population, right? just giving some examples here. I don't know, caregivers of aging adults who are experiencing caregiver burnout. How can an intensive help them? Moms suffering from postpartum depression. How could an intensive help them? Like, and I'm talking about my niche. Survivors of sexual assault. How could an intensive help them? Right? So really have language on your website that speaks to the value of intensives for the clients you want to work with. Um, Really think about how an intensive would appeal to them and work well for them and build your content around that. And not just your website content, your social media content, talk, 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 talk about intensives in your reels, in your static posts, in your TikToks, in your YouTube videos, on LinkedIn, whatever platform you use. I mostly use Instagram and podcasting, Um, but whatever social media platform you use, if you use Facebook and maybe you don't use social media and that works for you fine. That's totally okay. You do not have to be on social media to be an effective therapist and to get clients in the door at all. But if that is one of your marketing tools, talk 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 about intensives. You might think you're boring people. I promise me you're not. What is the what is the statistic someone needs to hear about something seven times before they remember it? I don't know. But like the truth is, people are not paying that close attention to your Instagram content, I promise. And the more you talk about the few things that you're really trying to hammer home, the more people will see you as the go-to person on that. Okay. Um, (laughs) And of course, another good thing to think of when you're thinking about referrals um, and talking about your niche is pitching intensives to referral sources who work specifically with your niche population. Okay. For me with them, with the parents, that's a lot of midwives, perinatal psychiatrists, pediatricians, um, something I've thought about, but haven't done maybe in the future talking to like school counselors, because, you know, that's where a lot of, um, kids who are having, you know, neurodivergent kids who are experiencing challenges, like their parents are going to be talking to the school, the school might say, hey, you could use some support, you know, so just who are the people who are going to really see the value of what you're providing to your niche client and talk to them, right? And and I think something that's really important to remember when you're talking to another professional is thinking about how your service could benefit them, right? Like, think about the dentist, right? Hey, that patient that's really, really hard and challenging to deal with because she's terrified, what if we could work through some of that and she would be an easier patient for you? Send her to me. That, you know, that's a 
That's a good one. Like a midwife practice or an OBGYN practice, a client who has a ton of anxiety about the birth process. Doing an intensive around it to kind of work through some of that could make birthing so much easier. That's going to be easier on all the practitioners who are present for the birth, as well as, of course, for the for the individual. But like, that's how you pitch it, right? Okay, so that's about niching down on intensives. But in terms of like, fun and sort of inexpensive ways to make your offering stand out. Well, I really think that ideally, you want to offer some sort of a retreat experience. Okay, like, I'm not saying it has to be you know, a spa day, because obviously it's not, but your clients are spending a lot of money and a lot of time with you. Make that experience comfortable and memorable, right? Um, A peaceful office space, candles, cozy pillows and blankets, nice artwork on the walls, soft music, if that works for you. It doesn't, obviously it doesn't have to. So, I mean, I don't play music during sessions, but like in the lobby, maybe. (coughs) Um, And I can't, you know, art supplies, if you... Um, are an art therapist, you know, I think that's another way to make your intensive offering stand out and talk about this on your website. If you have training and other modalities that you use in your intensives, talk about that. Like I do some art stuff, but I'm not an art therapist, but I just have moments where I say, Hey, would it help to draw this? You know, whatever. But if that's something that you use, talk about that. That's going to make you stand out. Um, provide snacks and drinks. Always ask the clients beforehand, what are some snacks and drinks that you like and have them there. Okay. I usually have some like kind bars, some dark chocolate, some fruit, a really nice array of like seltzers and water and coffee and tea and hot chocolate. And of course, clients can bring their own food and drink. And I have a break time in the intensive for that. You know, we have a lunch break. But just like that feeling of being cared for, of having your needs anticipated feels so good. And it really creates that environment that's very conducive to healing, right? That container. I also like to give each intensive client like a little gift basket of sorts when they come in for their first day. And, you know, I really want to emphasize that this should not be super expensive, but it's the thought that is really what goes into it. It's that sense of like, you know, it's like, here's your swag bag when you get to a hotel. It just feels nice. You know, it feels elevated. It feels like a different experience. So, you know, I have some items that they can use like during the intensive or after, like lotion, maybe some nice swelling hand sanitizer. You know, we still all need that. A nice soap, maybe some nice tea that I like. A stress ball thing, a candle, a journal, a nice pen. I always include the journal and the pen. And I like to suggest that they can use the journal to reflect like between and after the intensive. I don't always schedule the intensive days back to back. So it can be great for them to use that to reflect write some stuff down, say, this is how I was feeling that night afterwards. So that's just a really nice gesture. And I just think it feels special. And that's what we're trying to create is like, this is a sacred time. This is a memorable time. This is something you're not going to probably do again, not for a long time anyway. Honor the investment they're making with this kind of experience, you know? And I've also started giving clients like a small plant at the end, nothing huge at all. And, you know, I also know that like not all of us are great at keeping plants alive. (laughs) So I try to pick something that's very easy to keep alive because I'm not great with plants either. And I found a few standbys that are very hard to kill. So (laughs) that's usually what I do. Um, But it's sort of a symbol of like, you know, this is a moment of growth or something like that, you know, and total, I don't spend more than $50 per person on all this stuff. Right. But it's the thought and it's the effort that go a long way towards making your offering stand out. 
And because this stuff is not free that I'm describing, this is another reason why you have to charge a premium fee for intensives. You are charging for that experience. A lot of therapists are still not in the office, right? Still have a virtual only practice, which is completely fine. I totally support people making that choice. But that does mean that if you are someone who sees clients in person, in some ways that is a premium service, okay? And you have to pay rent. My rent is expensive, you know? Like, you need to charge for that. And you need to include that in the price. And if maybe you're someone who only rents an office space a couple days a week so that you can do intensives, well, then of course your intensive hourly rate should be higher than one where you're sitting at home in your office, you know, in your home office. So yeah, just a few thoughts about how to make your offering stand out. Um, intensives are hot, okay? Do not miss out on your chance to get in on this. I do think that there is some shift happening in in the models of therapy. We're like, especially with the private practice model, we're sort of saying like, screw you insurance companies. I don't want you to dictate how I get to do what I want to do. And that's appealing to people as well, right? Like, you know, we all know that that 50 minutes an hour with our therapist can feel really short. <laughs> You're offering them a different experience. And I think that this kind of experience is only going to get more popular. And I want you to be someone who is seen as an expert and an authority in this area. Um, you know, and it's not just about the experience. It's that I really believe that intensives create so much better outcomes for clients. And, you know, clients get a better service, they get better outcomes, they get a better experience, and you make more money and work fewer hours. It's a win all around. I really believe that. Um, if you want guidance on this journey in terms of implementing intensives, please reach out to me. Um, please check out my website at www.futuretemplateparent.com. If you haven't already, get on my email list. You're going to hear more in the coming weeks about the group program that I'm launching. So get on my email list so you can not miss any of those updates. And I can't wait to talk to you next week. Next week's episode is about a big change that is on the horizon for my life and my practice that I'm going to share with you. Take care, everyone. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Future Template Parent Podcast. I hope you've learned something that can help you move from feeling overwhelmed to energized about your practice and your personal life. You don't have to choose one over the other. If you've enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. And please share it with another EMDR therapist who would benefit from hearing this episode. Each review helps us get the message out about how offering EMDR intensives can liberate your practice. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast listening app so you don't miss a single episode. See you next week.